So good afternoon, good afternoon. and good morning and good evening and good day and happy Friday. Okay. I am Friday. I'm here with a fabulous, the one and only Ira Bowman. So it's good morning to you, sir. How are yes, you? Yes, good morning. Where are you living that it's nighttime already? Oh my gosh. Halfway around the world. <laughs> I just got up. Pardon me as I look over here for a second. I'm just trying to jump on the live because I, I try to like, you know, engage in comments while I'm on a show. Yeah. I tend to do it on my phone and I, I, I did it with um, Randy the other day. I turned it on as they're talking. And of course, I, hadn't, I had the volume on my phone. So it was um, a very yeah. smooth transition. <laughs> that's, that's always the rub, right? It's like, okay, well, you got to get it and you got to hit the play button, but then you got to turn the sound off right away. But I, I've learned, open up your Amazon Music, turn down your volume, don't have to press play. You've got your volume down and off you go. Little trick. Anyway, today's not about apps and how we manage our lives. Today's all about you and your But family. it could be because I do all that crap really. <laughs> so... I'm, 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 I'm sad. Okay, so I mean, seriously, I, this is my life, right? So, one of my friends wrote a book called Zero to Podcast, and <laughs> it's literally this is not a product endorsement or anything. I haven't read the book yet, but I'm sitting here. It's on my agenda to read because um, I do this stuff. I, like I never sought out to be a podcast guy, but here I am living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Quick hello. Yeah. Nash, Candy, Candy, Candy. Candy lives in Luxembourg. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I don't know why I say it that way, but I do every time I see Candy, and it's our thing. So there you go. Hi, Candy. Good morning. She wants me to. Did you see Joe Stepke's? Oh, you did because you commented on it. So he's got. A, there's a strong girl lifting another girl. Yeah. And he said, "Here's some of my friends." Blah blah blah, and I'm like. Joe, does that make me the one on the top or the bottom? Because it's about lifting you up. Yeah. Well, actually, and then you said, you're not going to recreate it either. But Candy goes, Ira, I fully expect this weekend that you will get one of your kids and do that. And I'm like, you know what? That actually would be kind of fun. So I you can. It's actually not that hard. I lift my kids up all the time. Yeah. You know, and my hundred pounder, my hundred pound kids. I don't know what that that equates to mm -hmm. in non-American, but. Um, they're 100 pounds, so it's like, was it a stone and a half or something? I have no idea. Anyways, I lift them up, and they go, Dad, you can still lift us. That's awesome. I'm like, well, that's only half of my weight, so I should be able to lift you. No excuses. Look for, silly, look for silly videos from Ira on the weekends. It's, you didn't know. Yeah, they'll be on your uh, Instagram, most likely. Instagram, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so other than all this, you know, this crap that you do, what, what obviously is offered up? Bowman Digital Media, because you do a hell of a lot of stuff. I do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I actually was talking about this yesterday with Rob House. Um, it's block scheduling. What does that mean? So a lot of you guys will do what I used to do, which are these checklists. Have a to-do list, and you know some people write stuff on it just so they can mark it off, which is funny. But anyways, you can get buried in those lists. So... As I evolve, I started to evolve my time management skills. I, I went from just the basic checklist. I started to write the list and then reorganize it, you know, mm -hmm. most priority on the top and, and work my way down. And that way, if I didn't finish the list, it was okay because I got the most important thing done. 
But yeah, sometimes yeah. the most important thing, like, okay, so I didn't just get out of bed, right? So sometimes the most important thing isn't available to you right away because it's at a different time. Like you have an appointment. We're on at 9 a.m. here in the Pacific, uh, which is where I live in LA. So I couldn't do that right away, even if this was the most important thing, which obviously it is. So it's the most important thing I got going on right now um, today. But, uh, you know, I, I couldn't start that at seven o'clock in the morning, right? So then when I started to realize is like, that list is good, but it wasn't as efficient as I wanted it to be. So, mm -hmm. and have you ever like sat down? Well, you're from the UK, so you probably don't sit down to watch like a NFL football game or an NBA game, but you might sit down to watch like a soccer match, which you guys mistakenly call football. But anyways, you might do something like, that. I'm gonna start a war. <laughs> you don't know, guys. If you've never met Ira Bowman before, sit down and get some popcorn because I like to start stuff. I'm a sarcasm freak. I love it. Okay, so here we go. And I'm nothing I say is serious. I'm, I'm just joking, tongue, tongue in cheek. Okay. So, um, but I, I love sports. So I would sit down sometimes to watch a game and I would have this guilt like I should be doing something else. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you and I are friends. So we've talked about personal time and we've got to, yeah. you know, and everybody's like, Ira, do you ever like, you know, not work? And it's like, yeah, I take, I take time. So this is how I do it. And, and I learned this trick from budgeting, actually finance. Mm -hmm. If you make a budget, some people feel restricted by the budget, but it's actually mm -hmm. free because now, you know, you can afford to do that thing. It's in the budget. So mm -hmm. you want to go to the movies, you want to take your wife to dinner, you want to go on vacation, you, you want to, you know, buy a new drone. I'm looking at a drone that's $1,300. So can I afford the drone? Well, it's in my budget. So yes, I can. I actually just talked to my bookkeeper <laughs> yesterday and he said, yes, yes, you can do this. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah, we can talk about the drone in a second if you like, because it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but anyways, so time management, what I would do is I make these time blocks. Okay, mm -hmm. So every I've got something for every one of my customers has a time block. I've got marketing activities for myself. Mm -hmm. I've got time to read my books. I've got time to sleep, as you know. <laughs> I have to I have to schedule that sometimes. Uh, so I schedule in my sleep, lunch. I hate to admit this, but mm -hmm. before I started doing this, there was lots of days I didn't eat until yeah. dinner time. And that's not good. Mm -hmm. Nutritionist, she's, she can tell you all about it. Uh, but you know what I mean? So I wasn't taking care of myself. And that wasn't good. So the mm -hmm. time block, what it does is allows me to get more done. And mm -hmm. like I have time to date my wife. I have time to spend time with my kids. I have time to go on those walks that I think we're going to talk about. You know, all those things. Like I can fit it in without feeling the guilt. And I get way more done. So yeah, vacation. Nick, Nick is trying to get everybody to Arizona in May, and I think I might just be able to rock that bad boy, too. In full disclosure for me, it's like, it's not that far away. Like, honestly, it's just... Well, the car. I'm making the trip. Come on. Yeah, if you can make it from London, I can make it from L.A. I'm just saying. Exactly. Although, do you know Rosalind uh, Edwards? Have you met her yet? No. She is out here near me. She's in California. First of all, if you guys don't know Rosalind Edwards, I'll tag her in the comments. She's awesome. She's in uh, Pahrump right now, which is mm -hmm. right outside Vegas, if you guys aren't familiar with Pahrump. But um, that's where she is at the moment. However, 
um, I was teasing her because Vegas is where I grew up, right? I'm like, oh, you're in my hometown. She's like, you know, the flight was $55. I'm like, $55? Round trip airfare from LA to Vegas right now, 55 bucks. And I'm like, wow, I got to do that. She's like, we should do win-win networking, which I do on Tuesdays. We should do yeah. that from Vegas. And I'm like, that's a deal. We will definitely do that. Yeah. Because for 55 bucks, I mean, I could go out there. I've got lots of friends. We can, we can podcast live from anybody's house and yeah uh, yeah on the go i'm gonna put her i'm gonna tag her in if you guys have not met her she um she works for a company called live certain but she's just a super nice person she's active you know what i mean you're always looking for people that are going to support you and engage you know what i mean like nick dorsey another one of her friends kelly robinson these people that we all know and love she's another one of those you know what i mean people well we've also got the fantastic claire who i'm at clubhouse with next week she's listening and of course paula is here paula is my maple syrup oh my goodness this is like if i had to identify and i did one day somebody wrote a post i think it was joe stuffy wrote a post and it was like highlight a friend at least this is the way i read it i think i misread it but highlight a friend from the opposite gender and I listed Paula because Paula is like, look, if I had to name one person who supported me more than anybody else on LinkedIn over my journey, it's Paula. All Goodman and I are like, she's my sister. I'm just going to put that way. Anyways, I call her maple syrup. She, she calls me apple pie. You know, I'm going to tell you if, you, if you need like to brighten your day, just visit Paula Goodman. <laughs> she's just gone apple pie. <laughs> not American Pie. That that's a movie. I don't. This one time in band camp. No, let's not go there. Um, Enough I, said. <laughs> yeah, there was a flute. That's all I'm gonna say. And there was apple pie in that movie, which is gross. There was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's was, not let's not go there either. But apple, yeah. apple pie. And we got a beautiful Anne from another UK. Anne is my buddy. And, and I've known for a long time too. I love Anne. She's a queen. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. Anybody who doesn't like Anne, there's a problem. They need to look in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, that Anne. Yeah. But as you can see, it's all the power of networking. So yeah, you this is what, you know, it's it's funny because I was showing you <laughs> you don't want me to have, but Jason Ricks, my buddy, he sent me these and I was in the green room teasing them to you and you're like how many push-ups did you do to earn those and i said honestly none and that didn't shock you so we're all is right with the world but yeah to the people out there well i mean you're all on social media so you get it right but there's a lot of people in my life who thought you can't have real friends on social media it's all fake i'm like um maybe the way you do it but mm -hmm. not the way i do it and that's, you know, the project help you grow is the thing that launched all that for me. But I have lots of friends. I, I, I think I have way more friends on social media than I do in real life for the simple fact that it's easier to see people. You know what I mean? When you get busy, it's hard for me to take an hour or two hours to go hang out with friends. But mm -hmm. if you're swimming where I am, which is online, it's like I, I talk to you almost every day online. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've, we've I, made our flesh time. I see you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> now we like people feel special. That's what this is all about. 
No, but I'm, I'm telling you, I haven't spoken in any hyperboles yet. Like, I legitimately think all those things about everybody I just said. That's so awesome. That's how I really feel, Anne. Not, I'm not just trying to pump you up because you're on the show. Although, no. I'm thankful that you're here. I'm pretty sure Liz is too. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. That post yesterday, it seemed like it was doing pretty good. You had that picture of me and your life, life kicks you in the teeth sometimes and blah, blah, blah. Right? That post seemed like it did pretty good. Was that a good post for you or is that a normal post? I've got no idea. I can't remember what the, <laughs> what the post was. You put a picture of me and you were teasing you were teasing the show. Oh, the one of that one. Oh, that did, yeah. that, you know, the preview, they did about average for the shows. Okay. I was curious. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know about LinkedIn. Obviously, you'll put one post up and it will perform and it will be some video of a, like I did a dog in its sleeping dressing gowns and, you know, people <laughs> like it or the fat animals and that went viral. Um, <laughs> but then you have posts, you know, it's, it's actually, um, I think it came from you, the fact pre posting early and scheduling things. Yeah. Actually, you know, you get much more engagement, much more views on the, on the sessions and of course you know it's things tidbits like that of information that you give away which right. is valuable value it's value valuable come on absolutely priceless well <laughs> i don't know about that but, <laughs> but it's good stuff for sure and that's why i try i try to do that people always ask me well Ira, why do you give so much stuff away mm -hmm. i'm like look there's a couple of reasons honestly if you if you don't provide value, if you're just trying to pitch, 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 people are gonna tune you out. Like that's mm. that's pretty straightforward. But also, I think that it's better to be a giver than a taker. And I mm. lived both sides uh, of the coin. In my early days, I was extremely self-centered, extremely selfish. It was all about Ira, honestly. Mm. I had an epiphany one day, about a decade ago, that I didn't want to die being a selfish jerk. So from that moment to this moment, and hopefully every moment that I have left, I would rather put out more and give more than I take. And so hopefully by the end of my story, when people look back at my life, that's the legacy that, that, that I'll be remembered for was, hey, that was a guy that was selfless. And that's what I'm going for. But the value that I'm, I'm throwing out there for free, which is Look, I, I don't want to brag, but I think it's pretty good. You know, I study a lot of stuff and I, I give away information that people charge lots and lots of money for. And I know because sometimes they offer to sell me that information for the money that they charge. I'm like, wow. Yeah. You're that's like, pretty, no, thank you. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good <laughs> chunk of money I'm giving up for free, I guess. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's what it is. You know, and, and the networking connections and stuff that I do. Like I do that win-win Tuesday networking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's free. Nobody pays for that. You can come in and meet people from all around the world, from every type of industry. And I've recommended that to people. Yeah, I'm like, I don't understand why more people don't come on, honestly, because you, if you ever look at these mastermind groups that people mm -hmm. charge thousands of dollars for, that's basically what they're doing. They're connecting you with other people. Mm -hmm. And I do it for free. Well, Anyways, there you go. So other than knowing about your snacks, you know, I obviously know you, you uh, obviously your family. I love snacks. Wait, I didn't even. Oh, we're going to like, otherwise you might. I told you, I always have this next to me. Look, 
Mm. And this this is a generic brand, y'all. So the other thing that you have to know about Ira Bowman is I'm not really, and you and I were talking about this a little bit. Yeah. I'm not really a brand name guy. Like, you know, brands don't impress me. So I don't care if it's, it says Nike or Adidas or whatever. You know what I mean? And to me, it's either a good quality or it's not. So these, these are from Stater Brothers, which is just a local store chain here. And they're peanut butter filled pretzels. Protein. I'm 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 gonna part the snacks because I might have um tears in a moment uh, with that if you eat that. <laughs> I'm gonna make you cry. Oh, I'm sorry, but they're there. Now look, you notice they're it's full. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my eye on it over the weekend. Yeah, I didn't say how long it's been sitting next to me, but actually, this has been here. I want to say this has been here for like a month. So look at that. What you should do is the start of every month, draw the line where it is. Okay, I'll do that. And then I'll send you a snapshot. Good. Right. Now, how many months should this last me? That should last you quite a while. <laughs> um, obviously, you don't know me very well. But I wanted to know, like a normal person, how long would this take to eat? Because this, honestly, would probably last me like six months. I was going to say, a friend of mine who's addicted to peanut butter, probably 24 hours. Um... <laughs> well, in full disclosure, both... Both snacks that I have access to at the moment are peanut butter filled. I don't know if that's coincidence, yeah. but it is what it is. Okay. Well, let's get on to the exercise because I know you go out walking and you take your yeah. one of your kids or a couple of them out with you. So yeah, so I have different I have different track stuff going depending on who's with me. For those of you who don't know, I have eight kids. Yeah, I said eight, not seven, not nine, eight. Strive for nine. Football team. My wife says eight is enough, so there you go. Okay, so here's the deal. So we go walk. Um, the one that likes it the most actually can't do it right now. She's got some chest issues going on. It's just like we took her to the doctor. The doctor says it's growing pains, but I don't know about that. But anyways, when she exer exercises, um, the aerobic stuff tends to exasperate it. So I told her, hey, until that's done, I don't want to mess with it because just in case it is a heart. Yeah. Right. So if you haven't seen these pictures on Instagram, check them Instagram out. Because the, the shots are pretty breathtaking because what happens is I live on the edge of hills, right? California is all about hills and mountains. I mean, really, that's what it is. You guys know us for coasts and, and palm trees, but really the story of California is more about these rolling hills and grass covered hills with oak trees all over the place. That's really more the story of California Hills, uh, the scenery. So, and then we have the Sierra Nevada mountains, which are like super high, but I don't live on those. I live on these hills. So outside my house, one block up. So there's one more block of houses. Mm -hmm. Then it's these hills that you see in the pictures. I've got to go two and a half miles from my door to get to the peak or the, what we call the summit of the hill. And from there I can see behind the hill, from my house is a reservoir. It's a large body of water. So you're lucky. Yeah, breathtaking. I can't see it from my house. I have to go up the hill two and a half miles. But once I get up there, it's amazing. Now the first half mile is really the hardest. It's like beginner rock climbing. It's not really rock climbing, but it's like beginner rock climbing. Okay. So you gotta do that. And once you get up that, the other two miles relatively easy, just the incline of course but um i've been
I was doing that three times a week. Now I haven't been doing it as much lately because, um, well, there was the weather and then we were gone. So now we're back. So now we're going to start doing it again. So more pictures to come. I actually want to take my drone up there. Not the, not the, the new one I was talking about, although I'll take that one too. When I get yeah. it. But the one that I have now, I want to take that one. That one's more designed for like stills. So that one, the one that I got now is, you know, you put it up in the air, it does waypoints, autofocus mm -hmm. on a target, like target lock, following around, but it's, it's not really for speed. It's for, you know, longer aerial shots. Yeah. The one that I'm looking at getting is a jet, basically. You put on the, you put on the, the glasses, the virtual reality glasses, and you fly it. With the and it goes, it goes 83 miles an hour. Which again, I apologize. I don't know what that converts to in the metric system, but um, I, I took a mile per hour. It's probably as fast as my car goes, so it went pretty fast. Well, yeah. So the speed limit in the United States, for the most part, is somewhere between sixty-five and eighty miles an hour, right? So mm -hmm. this is faster than you would drive your car on the freeway on a regular freeway in the United States, not the mm -hmm. autobahn, but you know, in the United States. So it's designed to follow like watercraft or um people on hang gliders and stuff like that so it's designed for for speed and, nice uh, anyways it's kind of a niche deal that if you don't know my business bowman digital media we do videography and photography work and so it's just it's a it's a it's a niche thing but if i want to go to like motorcycle races or follow somebody on their harley as they drive down the freeway i can do that and yeah. uh anyways, imagine the videos i can make with some people on motorcycles, you know, going around a corner, something. But the benefit is the drones are an excuse to stay fit. You have to go out and use them. So that's right. Yeah, it's it, it's it's where I got the idea from. On these hikes, it's like wow, it would be cool to have a drone up here so I could show people from just go up a little bit higher because you know you still have some obstructions when you're on the hill because mm -hmm. you're not like 100 feet in the air. But imagine going up. A half a mile or even a mile my drone will go up i can i can send it up six thousand um meters so it'll go up a long long ways and i can still get the video and record it on my uh on my phone so Wait, that's what, what, that's what, that's the one i have now could you imagine being up that high it actually can give you motion sickness if you get up that high. yeah Whoa. but when you're looking at something like that you're like oh, wow well, if you've ever watched like somebody parachute from a plane, like a hot, uh, mm -hmm. skydiver jump out of the plane, and then when they have the GoPros on and you look down, yeah. you see it. It's not so bad after the initial out the plane. It kind of like stabilizes. You know what I mean? So the drones, what we do when we're doing the, the editing of the film, we take the film, we edit that mm -hmm. rough stuff out so that it's just smooth. And yeah. um, anyways, I think it's breathtaking. That was cool. Yeah. Well, let's get, obviously pandemic. Let's go back to where we all started with most I shared, because you at the start of the pandemic lost your job, mm -hmm. which was why Biomedical Media was born. Mm -hmm. How has obviously you've now realised your dream of building your own business? How has it affected your life in terms of like, you know, nightmares? You know, nightmares are dreams too, right? So, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But you need a bit both. Um, <laughs> 
you know, you've realised your dream. How is that, you know, a family of eight kids, you know, a fabulous wife who does a, a show with you now, you know, and, and keeping active and staying healthy. How has your health and fitness been affected along this journey? Well, in some ways it's better. Mm-hmm. You know, in some ways it's worse. So my career in print, for the most part, I wasn't sitting behind a desk. When I was sitting, I was actually driving a car. So I was out on my feet walking around a lot and then lifting. You know, people don't think about the weight of print supplies, but they're heavy. Right. So I didn't do like when I say print business, a lot of people are thinking like the little printer on the side of their desk or maybe the copy, the copy machine, you know, in the hallway. Like, no, what I want you to picture in your mind is a factory. where they build prints. <laughs> That's the kind of print that I was doing. So high volume, large. I mean, everything you can think of. I helped wrap the sides of buildings in Las Vegas. Okay. I helped do like think about construction sites where they, you know, they go around for a whole city block and they've got the fence and they've got the banner on the side of the fence that covers the whole thing. They call that privacy mesh. I used Mm -hmm. to print that, you know, so I'm not talking about little pieces of paper or envelopes. Although I did do some of that in offset printing and direct mail. I did do some of that, but for the most part, I didn't do that. I was in the reaper graphics business. So we're doing, you can think about like uh, architectural plans. People might know them as blueprints, although they're not really blueprints anymore, but you know, that, that stuff, those rolls of paper are 52 pounds. So you get a 36 inch roll by 500 feet. And I, again, I apologize if people don't understand the size conversions, but I only know the English, that's funny, call it English. <laughs> I only know the American standards. I don't know the metric system. All right. Yeah, we left the English. We kept the English. All right. Why didn't we call it American? I don't know. But whatever. We're English. Darn it. We're just independent. Anyways, yeah. Let's be friends. So, uh, so anyways, I was getting my exercise when I worked to answer the question. But then when COVID started, hmm. we all moved inside and I was sitting here on Zoom calls all day. You know what I mean? Not getting any exercise. So then uh, with Bowman Digital Media, I had the freedom to make my own schedule. Of course, as long as I was serving the needs of my customers. Yeah. So that block schedule we were talking about, remember that? Yeah. I'm starting to block in exercise. Two hour blocks for exercise. Woo! How often? Three or four times a week. Ooh. Yeah. So serious, serious exercise mm-hmm. out in the hills, just walking around, like not running, not, you know, I'm not trying to be an athlete or anything like that. I'm just trying to get off my butt and <clears throat> burn off some of this flab. Wait, I'm sorry. But you don't, you know, as long as you're out walking and you've got your yeah. heart rate up, you oh, yeah. having a good time, having a good time. Yeah. It all, all, all about the exercise, the views. Obviously, mm-hmm. I take my camera sometimes, and so it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I go up there one time by myself, going to do a photo shoot. Now, <laughs> that sounds a bit ominous. <laughs> professional photographer here, <clears throat> shooting myself. I forgot my tripod. <laughs> yeah. So when I say doing a professional photo shoot, I'm not talking about using my handy dandy iPhone. 11 pro right i mean this is, it takes good photos but it's not what i was talking about i was taking my canon eos 90d 
which is an amazing camera. So I was taking that and I have a remote. That was actually mm -hmm. for a few bucks. It's not a big deal. If you have if you have a, a, a good camera and you don't have a remote, you can buy I've got like three of them sitting in here. I've got you Bluetooth can, on my a tripod. Yeah, you, got, can buy, you can buy these remotes for a few dollars and they all work with all the cameras. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So all you have to do, if you don't know, go into your camera settings and see if it has a um, a timer mode. If it has a timer mode, the remote will work. So anyways, you can go pick one. So I had all that ready. I put, so I have camera bags. I have like luggage that I use for my, my yeah. camera equipment. But I, I took the stuff out and I put it in a backpack. Remember those old gym sports, like when we were in high school? I still have, I still have one. You know, so I, 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 I work in fitness. I still have my backpack to go around London. Put it on. There you go. Yeah, so I threw on the backpack and out the door. Two and a half miles later, I realized I didn't have the tripod. I was like, oh. so I did take some. I did take some selfie photos with the Canon, uh -huh. uh, but it was like, yeah, that is not the same. So I'll do that again. But I typically wear. I have a camel pack. Yeah, with water in the backpack. Yeah, but mine doesn't have like pockets and stuff some of them now the one i got for my daughter for example my uh my my backpack has holes in so you can actually have a cable coming out or you could put a uh, one in your bag and have it tubed out of your backpack there you go yeah i might you know, i might just have to poke a hole in one of mine <laughs> yeah, i'm not afraid to macgyver <laughs> i'm not afraid to macgyver anything like i'll i will macgyver it so to answer your question how is my health i think that um I'm happier, so mentally yeah. better. Physically, like I don't look, I don't feel like I look much different. I'm just gonna be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't lose 30 pounds. I can't, I can't have one of those fancy before and after photos. But um, the snacks, yeah, too much peanut butter. Too much mm -hmm. peanut butter. Yeah. No, you know what it is, really. I never met a carbohydrate that I didn't love. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a carbohydrate freak. So some people freak out on sugar, like they just can't stop eating candy. I actually don't do candy very much. I don't even put sugar in my coffee. Like I just drink it straight. It's just black coffee. I drink straight black. Yep. Yeah. But the, but the breads and the pastas, forget about it. That's why you and Joe get on. He's got an Italian wife, you know, or Nick. There you go. Joe, okay. And Jason Ricks also. Jason Ricks was on the show with Joe and I the last couple of weeks um, on Saturday and he called me fluffy. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you a question. Obviously you're, you're confident, you're bubbly, you know, you've obviously got self-confidence. How important do you think that is in your business? Self-confidence is important in anything. And I tell people, if you don't, if you don't like yourself, and for the those who are not confident, I actually would challenge you to say it's it's probably more that you don't like yourself than you, you don't have self-worth. But what I would say is I was there. I, I can relate. I was there 10 years ago. Remember mm -hmm. I told you I had an epiphany? When I say that, and I don't want to necessarily get into it because we could talk the whole show about that. It's a, it's a long, drawn-out story. But the bottom line is I did not like myself. I didn't think other people should like me either. So what did I do? I started to work on myself to make that better. And then the confidence grew because now 
I liked myself better. Like I, I still don't, you're never going to arrive. You know what I mean? Like there's always in, in the Bible world, we call it sanctification process. We're trying to improve. Okay. So you're working on yourself. Fitness is a part of it. Of course it is. Like mm-hmm. you, you only get one body, take care of it. You know what I mean? You only get one mind, take care of it. You know, so these things are important. Mm-hmm. If you like yourself, if you work on liking yourself, if you don't have confidence, then you will grow more confident as you work on your health, as you work on whatever it is. Like if you're if you're tired of lying all the time, then stop it. Right. We're adult. Stop it. I I didn't like that. I was a liar. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. I used to lie all the time through my teeth. I was good at it. I could tell you a lie and you would believe it. That didn't make it right. And I knew I was lying and I didn't like that. So I stopped it. Now I tell the truth. Even when it's awkward, I still tell the truth. And people either like that about me or they don't like me. And that's fine either way, because I would rather you not like me for who I am than have you like me for who I'm not. Yeah. Okay. So think about that. So confidence. Yeah. I think confidence comes with liking you. I was going to say, do you think that's helped by having an awesome support network behind you? Like, Beautiful Alice, the kids, friends. So Alice is Alicia, but I... Well, sorry. That's okay. I'm going to call her Alice. I actually call her Alice sometimes anyway, so I'm going to call her Alice. Well, Um, that's where I've got it from. I'm going to blame you on that one. (laughs) (laughs) She will too. (laughs) Alice, Alice, okay. Ten years ago, Alicia and I were on the verge of divorce. Like, honestly, because she didn't like me either. And I, again, I don't blame her. I wouldn't, I didn't like myself. So when I made the change, we were like thinking we're getting divorced and, and I had come to terms with that. I was like, okay, this is what I deserve. Not blaming her. It's what I deserve. She didn't leave me. She stayed with me. That when you talk about support, mm-hmm. there's this term expression, mercy, right? Like mercy is, When you deserve punishment, but you don't get it. That's where I was at. I deserved punishment, but I didn't get it. She gave me mercy. And that showed me because I hurt her probably more than anybody else because she's Mm -hmm. my wife and we had been married 10 years at that point. You know what I mean? So that foundationally, yeah, that gave me a confidence that gave me hope that -hmm. it could be better. And I think people need that. I think. This is why, you know, it sounds, it sounds cliche and certainly people say a lot, this expression, you know, be kind to people. You never know what battle they're struggling with. Like that's a real thing. Every one of us faces challenges in our day. Every one of us has things about us that we honestly don't like in even 10 years later, working on myself, trying to give it, I still have things I don't like. I don't like the fat belly. Just, you know. Let's let's work on this. Yeah. But if you didn't like I'm working on it. I'm working on it one bite at a time. Um, you know, but it's like everything else. You could go you could go a long time Mm -hmm. and and be good and then have that one like you lost it moment and you binge. But then here's what I've learned. You can't let your failures dictate your future. So you have to go, okay, I made that mistake can't erase it. We don't have time machines, but now I'm going to try and learn from that. Maybe I don't keep the snacks 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> arms reach. Now you know I do because I just grabbed two of them without moving. So you know, but mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's the lesson for me to learn. And you're like, yeah, you see that, Ira? Or maybe you don't buy them at the store. But hey. But you actually, do you want to know my way of controlling my snacks? Because I can comfort eat. This is my thing. So like the post I shared today, my weight went up years ago because I used to I used to eat. I love food, you know. And so what I do is like, for example, I will buy uh, chocolate covered raisins and I will pour a few into a little tub that I've got. And that's my I can have that in one lot. So I sort of don't stop myself having it. I just control how much I do have. Yeah. No, I, and that's okay. So I eat less than I used to, which mm-hmm. is good. Like just across the board. I used to be the guy that would eat seconds and thirds every single yeah. time. Like I prided myself on how much I could eat. Like it was a contest and I was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, very competitive. So I grew up, I, I know most of you don't know, don't know me, but I grew up an athlete, right? Like I was competitive. I, I was wrestling from like two years old on. So wrestling was my main thing that I did cross country running. I did track in high school. Um, and then I played basketball every day at lunch through high school. So I was an athletic guy and I ate like an athlete, like calories, calories, calories. But, um, as I got older, I kept eating like that, but I didn't keep exercising like that. So the 3% body fat that I was at when I was in peak shape. And when I would take my shirt off, people thought I was a bodybuilder, right? Now I take my shirt off and people, I put that shirt back on. (laughs) (laughs) You've eaten a bodybuilder, yeah? (laughs) Right. And I could eat, get in my belly. You know what I mean? I could definitely do that. But um, my life is all about movie quotes. I don't watch TV. My wife and kids were up in the Bay Area for 10 days while I was down here. Um, because mm-hmm. of our band situation, I didn't turn on the TV at all. Not one single time. I don't watch mm-hmm. TV, but I do eat. Uh, so anyways, I've started to eat less. So most of the time I don't take seconds anymore. Sometimes I do. It depends. I probably still eat too much, honestly, but I eat a lot less. And so having the the consumption rate go down has helped. And then I try not to eat as much bread. I'm still eating the carbs, but I'm not eating the bread as much. Mm-hmm. So like the pastas and stuff. Look, when you have a family of 10 people, groceries are expensive. I spend as much on groceries, probably as most of you spend on your mortgage payment or your rent. And that's just a fact. I mean, it's something I wish it wasn't true, but sadly it is. So, you know, that grocery budget is uh, over four figures. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's expensive, but... It is what it is. So my wife, Alice, uh, <laughs> when she shops, right, she's trying to save us money. So again, with the non-name brands, the generics, on almost everything, you know, or the coupons or, you know, the club card stuff, whatever, you know, yeah. to try and save us money. But carbs are cheaper than, obviously, meat. Yeah. So we eat a lot of carbs because you know it fills us up but it's not obviously what's healthy for us but we do eat vegetables every day which is good um and we don't we like we don't add salt to anything so there's there's some health wise you know what we eat we know we could do better if money was no object but part of mm-hmm. it is our situation you know? yeah family of 10 
So would you say your wife has been the greatest influence on your life or is there somebody else who's been really influential? I mean, yeah, she's an influence in my life, but most of it is for motivation. So when someone shows you mercy, you know, un undeserved grace. You know, I'm just, I mean, grace is a little bit different thing. You know, that, but when someone's kind to you like that, unexpected, because the world is usually not like that, right? The world is usually yeah. a selfish place and a vindictive place and an eye for an eye place, right? So that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what you expect. And that's what I deserve. So when someone does that for you, yeah, it, you want to, to pay them back in kind. How do you do that when, if they have never, if they've never um, committed, what am I trying to say? Uh, uh, something against you. Like, you know, they haven't, they don't, they don't need that type of mercy. Let me say it yeah. that way. They, they haven't done anything to require you to forgive them like that. Right. So how do you, how do you show them that, you know, you appreciate it? Well, first of all, you'd be nice. I want to give her things. You know what I mean? Like I want to earn things for her so that I can show her like, you know what? I love you. I don't like to say it. I like to show it because words are so cheap. You know, that's like with the network, it comes back down to everything. People if see me. And if you keep being the best person that you promised to be 10 years ago and improving and working on it, yeah. Yeah. then of course you're keeping your promise. And that would be, I say, the biggest promise to break for her. Well, and elevating, elevating everything mm. because there's a desire to be better, but there's also a desire to make her situation better. You know what I mean? Like when we started out, we lived in a tiny little apartment house. It was a rental home. Mm -hmm. I, called <clears throat> I called it the fishbowl because there was windows on every side and people could see in like 360 degrees, which I hate because I'm a very private person. Um, <laughs> I know this is going to shock most of you, but I'm actually an introvert. So I like to be alone. I like to like, hunker down and, and that's how I recharge my batteries. So um, I don't like to be seen, especially when I'm mm -hmm. in my office. I'm with that one. Yeah, which is funny because which is funny because you know I'm on video a lot, so people think I'm an extrovert. Like, you know, I've had to learn how to do this. This is not natural for me. So, anyways, I'm good at I'm good at it. Doesn't mean I, I this is what I I wouldn't do this if if I didn't need to do this. Let me just yeah. put it that way. Okay, so um, for her, for the world, for everybody, I'm trying to be. I don't have a person that I look to as like a mentor. I don't mm -hmm. have a person that I look to and go, all I really want them to do is tell me they're proud of me because mm -hmm. I've had people like that in my past. And mm -hmm. that's a, that's a, I'm going to tell you that's an unhealthy thing, right? To, to, to give somebody that kind of power over you mm -hmm. is not healthy. At least that's my opinion of it. So I've taken that away from people. Like you can't, you can't affect me that greatly by withholding your approval. 
or the recognition that I'm doing a good job. I don't need a pat on the back from anybody. Maybe put it that way, right? But I have a lot of people that I respect and admire, and I try to uh, emulate some of what they do. But I will tell you that I'm a, I'm a I'm a mold breaker. Like they don't make people like me. There's, <laughs> it's hard it's hard for people to understand who I am because they go, "Oh, you're a photographer," and then they try to put me in the photographer box. But I'm way more than just a photographer. In fact, I, in some ways, I'm not even as good as most photographers that you mm. put in that box too. So there's that. Like I'm more of like a Swiss Army knife. The all-rounder product that fits all of everything you need. Right. So that's where I fit. Like if you're trying to categorize me, think of me like a Swiss Army knife. I'm good at a lot of things. I'm not necessarily the best at any of them. Maybe sarcasm, but that's about it. Right? <laughs> but <laughs> for my business, who I help, it fits perfect because so what I do, if you guys don't know, I do like social media management and I do marketing for small business owners, entrepreneurs, small businesses. They don't they don't necessarily know how to make videos. They don't necessarily know how to create an audience. They don't know how to improve their SEO. They don't know how to manage their Google ads. They don't know how to write a blog, all, all these things. And they don't necessarily want to, but they know they need it. Well, they can hire somebody like me. I'm like a fractional marketing department and I help them with all of it. Now, again, as they grow, they might decide to hire a chief of marketing and now they don't need me. Okay, that happens. But I'm a gr I'm great for those people that are going from bootstrapping to like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to take this thing for, for real now. And we're going to we're going to rent an office or we're going to build a building. I mean, probably not build a building, but you know, we're going to rent some office mm -hmm. space. Typically I help people that are in the service industry like fitness coaches and you know, mm -hmm. chefs, accountants, bookkeepers, authors, those kind of those kinds of people. Um, you know, they're good at what they do. But again, like I don't just shoot videos. I shoot videos and I think my videos are really good. I mm -hmm. animate videos for folks. You know, I take logos and I, I bring them to life. I did that for you. I love to do it. Am I the world's best at it? Uh, no, <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, it's, it's professional quality. I, I challenge anybody to look at your logo that I, that I made move and say, oh, that doesn't look good. I think it looks great. Yeah, you can you know? check it out guys. It's on my page. Check it out. I love it. Right. I didn't design your logo. You designed your logo, right? Yeah. I love it. So I paid someone to design my logo. They came back with so much crap. I paid them yeah. to go away. Yeah, just leave. And yeah. then I just went, oh, I'll do it myself. And this is because I've obviously had two years marketing and I've got some experience. You know, I'm not yeah. like great, but I've got some experience. Like my little GIF I was posting, flashing. I was like, yeah, you know, flash, it's flash, great. <laughs> my little flasher. Yeah. Um, is not the greatest, but it, I, you know, considering I'm not a marketing expert, I'm like, yeah, but then I'm learning from you as well. So I, I'm, I'm that person who watches on. So yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, this is, this is the, this is the thing that I've learned, right? Like I look at people like Gary Vee and I go, I, there's a lot of things I like about Gary Vee. I look at Simon Sinek, a lot of things I like about Simon Sinek, but I'm not trying to be either of those guys, mm -hmm. you know? I'm not trying, I'm trying to be Ira Bowman and Ira Bowman has warts. Ira Bowman is goofy. Ira Bowman has buck teeth. You know what I mean? Like these things aren't going to change. Like I, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be an influencer or yeah. whatever. 
right? I'm not trying to be Bill Gates. I mean, I'm not that I would shy away from, you know, a great idea and a <laughs> awesome business if I could come up with it. But, you know, the bottom line is I'm comfortable in my zone. I don't meet a lot of other people who are um, print industry experts because that's mm -hmm. honestly ask me what my expertise is that's what it is because i did it for 20 years right mm -hmm. i learned a lot a hell of a lot in those 20 years about the print business so that's you know but i'm really good i have a marketing degree i have a degree mm -hmm. in the bible a lot of people don't know that but i do so I've actually, I've actually read that i've actually read that thing mm -hmm. you know what i mean um family is super important to me now my marriage is super important like <laughs> My wife was teasing me the other day because you girls have awful. She gets hit on all the time. People don't know you. They're just like, hey, you're beautiful. And she sent me one. I got called goddess today. I went, someone went, goddess, send me a connection request. And I went, mate, you haven't even got a photo. <laughs> I'm like. Yeah. Anyway, so she sent me one. She's like, I want this from you. And I'm like. That guy probably sent that out to a hundred thousand people. <laughs> like that's what that that's what doesn't make that special, right? Like that's mm -hmm. their cheese. That's their cheese that they serve to everybody. I'm like, I I would only send that to my wife. You know what I mean? And so actually yesterday. Uh yep. I don't know if she did you ever watch The Help? The Help. Yeah, it's a movie. Came out, I think, a couple years ago. I don't really watch TV. Oh. Yeah, it's a it's a movie. Um, it's like during the Martin Luther King era, so it's about it's about um, civil rights for African Americans yeah. here in America. Mm -hmm. One of the lines in the movie is, "You was kind, you was smart." Anyway, she's she's building her up, and so I say that to my wife sometimes. You was kind. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up afterwards. I'm gonna look you have up. to. It's good. There, that now that movie has a pie in it too. Does I'm it? Just, I'm just gonna tell you the poop emoji is relevant to that pie. And we're gonna leave I, I y'all can figure that out. <laughs> but that's when I watched that movie the first time and I saw that scene with the pie, I lost it. It is so <laughs> funny. Wow. I'm never gonna I'm give you the pie. <laughs> yeah, so if you call me, if you call me chocolate pie, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna think you don't like me very much. I'm just saying. Okay, I'll I'll, uh, I'll hold that thought. I'm gonna like watch it. You gotta watch that. You gotta watch that scene. You're gonna lose it. I mean, it's that's way to get me to quit eating the snacks. Just say you've got some chocolate pie for me. Yeah, be good. I don't know that I will ever eat chocolate pie in my life again. Like I don't know that I. Okay, but yeah. I, I will watch this and I will give you my feedback. Okay, yeah, there let me is. know. Let me yeah. know. I'm sure I'm, I, I'm not afraid of anybody watching it because I <laughs> don't laugh at that. Funny one is broken if you don't laugh at that, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I was gonna say, so let's look at what's one bit of advice to leave everyone with. But a couple of things. I think we've already touched on some of them, so I'll just recap, right? If you don't like yourself, that's the problem. You need to start right there. Why don't you like yourself? What is it about yourself that you don't like? Take some time to to be reflective, you know, look inside yourself because that's the key to your happiness. 
You can chase it in the bottle. You can chase it with the pills. You can chase it with sex. You can chase it with your pursuit of power. You can chase it with anything you want. It's never going to fulfill you. You have to figure out what it is about yourself that you don't like. Perhaps it's because you're too busy looking out and comparing yourself to these other people. And I think that's a danger that happens on social media. And that's mm -hmm. why we have this thing called imposter syndrome, which yeah. is why there's so much phony crap on social media. Don't yeah. fall for that. Like, look, I have an Instagram. You know, you've seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I put pictures on it, right? But what you're seeing a lot of times has been photoshopped. Let me tell you that, I, right? It's not real. And even if it is real, like I put pictures up last night at like 1130 on Facebook of a photo shoot that I did of my kids earlier in the day. I didn't Photoshop any of those. Mm. They're great shots, but you know what those are? I told my kids, if you want to be in this photo shoot, you got to go get dressed up really nice. Mm -hmm. And then we found, we found the one place in our whole house that has like a bare wall. We have, we have photos and knickknacks. I mean, and what's funny is, okay, it's my fault because I love this stuff. I love art. I love photographs. I'm a graphic designer. That should be no surprise so my wife would have like the bare minimums on the walls if she could like you know there'd be a picture yeah. every like three walls there'd be one picture that's my wife I love her. elegant, elegant yeah. classy my wife is elegant and classy i should get brown things for that all right alice you're elegant and classy wait a minute your name's alicia oh that's right <laughs> there you go i'll get it right eventually oh uh, here we go so but wait, if you look at those pictures and you see them you're like wow, look how cute his kids are. And they're so, you know what I mean? But what you're seeing is not, that doesn't represent real life. That's that's the best foot forward. So I think part of why people don't like themselves is because they see the highlights of people and they're judging their everyday life by the highlights that people show. And frankly, half of that I think is phony. People over-exaggerate or they flat out lie. They mm -hmm. misrepresent because they want... This fake it till you make it is shit. And I don't usually swear, especially on video, but there's no other way to say it. Stop it. Don't fake it till you make it. If you really want to get better at something, here's what you do. Buy a book. Find the video. Ingest the information. Practice. Get, yeah, get better. Don't, you don't fake it. Tell people. And... For example, sometimes at Bowman Digital Media, people ask me to do things that I can't really do, but I think I could do it mm -hmm. given the opportunity. For example, somebody asked me about, um, would you be my uh, Amazon like SEO guy? Yeah. And I was like, well, in theory. Yes. But I've never done it before, so I don't want to misrepresent. And so they said, hey, I actually don't mind that because I know the way your mind works. You A-B test stuff and you have all this experience. I think, you know, and I'm comfortable with you. So let's try it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, perfect. Now, I don't have to pretend like I'm an expert at something I'm clearly yeah. not an expert at. And if, they, if I have some bumps in the road, which, by the way, with Ira and Bowman Digital Media, there's always bumps in the road because this life is real, right? Like we... I can't, I don't guarantee like it's the easy, I'll make it as easy for you as possible so you can do your thing, but life is real. Like I won't say, oh, you know what? We're going to get 5,000 views on this post today. 
Because we might not. I can guarantee you I'll get you 5,000 views if that's what you really want, but it might take me two or three posts. But then again, I might do a post and you get 100,000 views. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't guarantee results. I guarantee effort and the strategy that goes into it. That's, that's what I, so anyways, advice. Don't fake it till you make it. Take the time to figure out why you're not happy. If it requires personal development, which it probably will, invest the time in yourself. Look, we get one life. That's it. You get one life. Don't waste it. Don't wake up in 50 years replaying. You've replayed the same miserable life every day over and over and over again. And you die and you're like, what was the point? Don't do that. Instead, figure out what you love. Figure out what you don't like. Pursue what you love while you work on what you don't like. If you do that every single day, at the end of your life, you'll be like, yeah, that was good. And guess what? Other people will probably respect you for it too. Hmm. So there's some will. <laughs> Well, you and I could keep talking all Friday because I'm sure you've got hundreds and hundreds more stories, and you know I, I find them all interesting. Um, we haven't talked about we haven't talked about anything yet. Yeah, I, could, I, I know could. we'll be here all day. We've been here an hour, and <laughs> and I better let you get on to work. You know, yeah. but how best way to get hold of you? I've LinkedIn your LinkedIn page, your business page, and your website. Which one? Which is your best way? All of them. You know, I mean, the thing I want people to understand is when you send me connection requests, I'm flattered, but I'm at the limit. So I really, you know, I really can't add new connections anymore, but you can follow me and I will follow you back. However, I'll say this, and this is good advice for you on every, for everybody. I'm on more than one social media platform. Find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter, find me on Clubhouse. I have plenty of bandwidth on all those platforms to add new people. So find me there. IraBowman.com is a website that most people don't visit, but they should. It's my coaching site. And on there, I have free videos that you can watch that will help you. It's called 60 Seconds with Bowman Coaching. I give a lot of practical tips there. 60 seconds. Actually, most of the videos are 90 seconds, just in full disclosure. I say 60 seconds and then I gotcha for 90. So there's that. But they're good tips. A lot of them are business, so it crosses all vertical market, right? But um Project Help You Grow is my free philanthropy. We didn't talk about that at all, but you know, I help job seekers around the world for free, but it's also free for recruiters and it's free for employers. So it's free for everybody. And I have jobs in India, in Africa, in Dubai, in Canada, even this, this little town called London. You heard of that? Um, some people have. Anyways, yeah. uh, so there's jobs all over. Recruiters can go find candidates and hire them. There's no fees, there's no ads. Nothing. It's completely just free. So Project Help You can find me. I have a profile there too. There also is a new thing. If you've heard of Linktree, which is cool. I know you know about this. There's also SociaTap, which is the word social without an L. I have a SociaTap that has a connection tip. You want to find me everywhere? SociaTap. It's all there. So Just like that. BowmanDigitalMedia.com <laughs> Uh, well Ira thank you so much for your time this morning and your stories and we're going to work on these snacks because you know lying on that jar and one, bite, one bite at a time Liz one bite at a time yes yeah, not a mouthful 
Okay. And okay, hey, <laughs> I want to on the back yesterday. I did not eat one single snack. Not even one. I didn't. Good lad. I stared at these all day. Didn't didn't eat it, and I didn't have any pretzels. Um, yeah, that was good. Now keep that up. Yeah. Can I go to? Can I go for two? That's actually one thing. You know, when you're working on this, like if mm -hmm. you're look, don't look at people like Liz who are in shape or people like buff guy, whatever, whatever Roman Reigns or whoever. I still eat These guys that are buff, when you're fat like me, don't look at them because that will demotivate you. What I want you to do, take a picture of yourself, right? Take, don't share it with anybody. Just take a picture of yourself, write the date on it, do what you got to do to, to be good. And then, you know, periodically take another picture of yourself and then compare that. It'll help you out. Oh, yeah. There's a nice bit tidbit. So anyway, thank you so much for your time. Good morning and happy Friday to you. And thank you to all those who have joined us. Have a great weekend. See y'all later.